1: Hello and welcome into the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by SoRare. I am Andrew Laird, senior soccer editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Friday, September twenty fourth, by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Balangi to talk about tomorrow's Premier League slate. I actually had to look up the schedule, guys. I'm going to be- do this today is actually my birthday, and I had to look up what the date was.
2: Hey, happy birthday! Thanks. How old? Forty. Wow, you don't look it.
3: Thanks. I feel fifty eight. <laughs> You're you're almost catching up to me. You're almost there. You got to Yeah, and a half I'm pretty
1: year. sure I won't actually catch up, but I think uh I think that's how the how ages work. But anyway, we're here to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. This feels like the heyday classic Jordan Cooper slate. We've got Leicester City as like the best team on the slate and a whole bunch of low totals. Jordan, are you excited about this or is the like new uh cash game, Jordan, not so excited anymore?
3: Well, I mean, looking at the prices on the slate, it's not as exciting as I would normally think it is. Yeah, Uh, I think some some of these prices are a little bit inflated for what the lines are. I mean, like when when we're talking about Leicester, I mean, right now, actually, Everton is slightly the biggest favorite. But I mean, we're talking about minus 157 at home, two and a half total. Then we have uh, Leicester minus 154 at home, two and a half total. Then we got... uh, Pl- uh, Watford plus one nineteen at home to Newcastle, two and a half total, and then we have the West Ham is a slight road favorite plus one twenty seven at Leeds, and that's a three total. Uh for for some odd reason, like the dynamic pricing because we don't have any of like the quote unquote big teams on the slate, seem to have dramatically. It almost it almost feels like like Everton is overpriced and. Leicester is kind of underpriced depending on who they start if you just compare like just the betting lines but these games are much closer than what we normally see like I'm not I'm not afraid to play a Burnley player or a Norwich mm-hmm. player as much as I would be when Man City are a minus 550 favorite over someone else
1: I know you read Ryan's article how What was your reaction when you saw Ryan writing about Tom cleverly?
3: Well, I know that that he's going to get score only score three and a half points now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I thought the the worst part is that I, while I was editing it, it was like, I saw the name and I'm like, really? And then I read it and I was like, ah, he's right. He makes sense. And I I still am going to do everything I can not to do it.
2: I had to start with like the little caveat that I couldn't believe I was highlighting cleverly though.
1: (laughs) I thought maybe he was like 1700 and I was like, that'll make me feel better about it. But, but no, it wasn't. So, but Jordan, it seems like we can get every set piece taker on this slate and given the totals,
3: isn't that where we should be just be going for cash games? But can you, can you get all the set piece takers? You get most of them. Right. Are you, are you paying 10,700 for Andros Townsend? Maybe not. Do you think people will?
1: Yes. Not is he, I is don't he think more ten
3: set? I mean, but we have the situation in Everton that Lucas Dina could be out for this game. They're going to be playing some, I don't know who they're going to be playing at fullback. Uh, Lucas Dina, even if he plays, like uh, like as Ryan has pointed out in his article, I like under under... Under Rafa now, like, I I don't like the fullbacks as much as when they were playing like 3-4-3 and these fullbacks were playing more as wingbacks. That, like, Dean's open play value is not as great as it ever was. And if he's going to be splitting set pieces also, like, I know, I know it was kind of skipping the defender, but when we're talking about these set piece-taking players... It almost, I almost feel like, like if Dean's in and Townsend's in and Damari Gray's in, that I don't feel compelled to, in cash games at least to have to play an Everton player at all.
1: That's how I felt, or at least the cheapest one, which will be or the cheapest relative to the position. And I think that's Gray. And that so are you telling me how, that
3: you you would pl- you would play Damari Gray at four hundred in cash games?
1: I'm saying if I if I was going to play an Everton guy, I just would want to play the guy who was like the cheapest for his position. And that's theoretically gray, but I don't want to play gray either. So, yeah, I'm just saying that because I think gray is where I would end up, then I just end up not playing Everton guys.
3: But to me in cash games, I think the forward slot is is fairly straightforward. Fairly. I say fairly because then, I mean, then there are multiple combinations. There are plenty of options. Yeah, there, there's options. But, I mean, we have guys that do have uh, higher floors, that do have, uh, uh, you know, they're hard to play on set pieces. But can you talk me out of just like why can't I put in Rafinha and Bowen uh, in that Leeds West Ham game and not worry about the forward position?
1: I think the build is that it's a lot of that you can spend up because the midfield. If we can play Tom cleverly, then we have plenty of money to play pay up at forward. Right.
3: But I think I think you're more likely in cash games to possibly playing forward eligible players in your midfield spots. Like, yeah, there's no reason you can't play uh, Emmanuel Dennis at 6900 even uh even uh Rodrigo we don't Bamford's not in they're probably going to start with like Roberts up top or something uh but Rodrigo is an attacking midfielder and you could even if if he if he makes the squad cuz he's he's going to face a late test is a uh, Milos Rashichka. uh cuz I've no problem playing Norwich players against Everton uh I just don't feel like I need I, I don't need to play a goal-dependent player at, at a forward. I don't feel like I need to play a goal-dependent player in cash games in any of my lineup slots.
1: Well, there are no goals expected anyway, so.
3: Well, that's good. Hopefully there are. Yeah.
1: Do you think Roshiska is popular enough that we, like, do you think if people end up playing three, like Roshiska, Bowen, and Rafinha, like those are the three?
3: I think so. I think Rodrigo has more upside. I think if I had to choose, I think like, like if Rashishka doesn't start, like I I don't mind Rodrigo. Rodrigo shoots the ball, he gets peripherals. He may not play ninety, but at fifty nine hundred, like even in the midfield spot, I don't mind playing this because it's not even a dinky do type of slate. Like if you're gonna pay down twice at forward for let's say Rashishka and Rodrigo, like who are you paying up at midfield? Is every midfielder that you pay up for is is forward eligible? Like Damari Gray is eighty four hundred. Albrighton is seventy seven hundred. Tielemans is seventy four hundred. Like there's there's no like De Bruyne or Bruno Fernandez or anything like that. I mean, although I say that the Everton prices seem to be inflated, this is not like a tough slate from a like like you could you don't feel like like icky playing you know punting with the thirty two hundred dollar guy so you can fit in like Mohamed Salah type of slates. So I think in cash games we may see a lot a lot more 3v3s and 4v4s possible than we would on other slates where it's most likely to be you know, some defender and goalkeeper and everything else is the same.
1: Yeah, it feels like one that we would have been happily to pay, wait to overpay for like James Ward-Prowse at 9,200 or something. Like we would have just been like, yeah, no, we play him. Yep, but he's like, we don't even get that on the slate. So,
3: yeah. Ryan, Ryan, I have a question for cash games. I know we're, we're not talking about GPPs yet. Yeah. Harvey Barnes and James Madison, like at, at what, at what point do, do they become Ponzi schemes? At what point? Yeah, okay. <laughs> at what I, price? I, 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 I mean, one of the, the biggest favorites on the slate, they play in attacking positions. They're going to be playing a team that Burnley that sits back. Uh, would you be, I mean, it seems weird to say, well, imagine me saying this sentence a year ago. Is it more worthy to play James Madison at 4,900 than Tom Cleverly at 5,300? Um, see, I'm kind, so Madison's a tough one. Uh,
2: Madison, but even Barnes, player. Barnes is
3: only 300 more. So, like, replace that with Barnes. I was going to say, yeah, I Barnes think Barnes
1: is, is actually easier to play than Madison.
3: Barnes is 700 more. But
2: I think, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think you can play Barnes in cash this week. I know I was all over him a couple of weeks ago and he busted in 73 minutes. But since then, he's played 90 twice and he's looked great. Um, he put up 10 floor points last week. Uh, the matchup's great. And he comes with like tons of upside, too, that, that can bail out a lineup. So if we're talking about playing some of these other guys that might not necessarily have a floor, or if it's kind of a, you know, play whoever you want slate in a little or it's, in some ways then yeah I think you can play Barnes um Madison that one seems risky I mean he's just he doesn't do anything he gets subbed very early um that one seems more risky he's like I can't believe how low his floor has gotten I I I don't know what's up there I mean where did he go anybody with uh an opinion on Madison. I mean, I know the first podcast we did, I went pretty hard against Madison and it's all, it, it's, it seemed to be right so far, but I mean, Brendan Rodgers doesn't trust him. Uh, I don't know. It's not the same player since that injury.
3: But would you rather have about for cash games? Would you rather play? I'm looking in this, like, like this, this 5k ish type of range. Mm-hmm. We have, we have guys like, like if a starts as like a wing back or something, like we have him at forty six hundred. We have Daniel James at forty seven hundred. If he starts for Leeds because Harrison's out, uh, I mean, even like even the guys like Suchek or Kuchka, you know, 4,300. 4, I mean, they provide. I mean, Suchek has upside. Kuchka does shoot the ball from the back for Watford. I just think there's a there's a lot of guys. Even Gil, hey Billy Gilmore, thirty eight hundred. Not a big yeah. fan of playing a Norwich player that far back. Uh, against Everton but it seems like there there are players in this in the cheap range of midfield that like 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 Andrew said it feels like if you wanted to pay up for Townsend in your lineup like I mean you can yeah um you you definitely
2: can like with Billy Gilmore I was gonna ask you guys you know after Rafinha, Bowen, Cleverly, Richie I guess those four I mean who's the fifth best cash play if those are the top four I don't know I mean Townsend might be but just you know, who's the next best cash play? Um, as for Danny James, yeah, it seems like it depends. Um, for, for me, it seems like Harrison's going to be on the bench. Um, I think he recovered from COVID. So I would check the bench there. But like Bamford being out, that um, would seem to help James staying on the pitch a little longer. But if Harrison's on the bench, you you got to think they make a like for like substitution there. So that that seems a little bit risky. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's back to my question though. Who's the next best cash play?
3: I think the next best cash play, if he's in, you're paying a premium for him, but against Burnley is you play Mark, Mark Albrighton. Yeah. (laughs) You don't seem that thrilled about it. It's Burnley. They give up the most crosses. He likes crossing the ball.
2: I know At pieces.
3: Why not?
1: What? Why are we, why are we pretending that SAR is not in this group?
2: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I like guess,
1: is, is he not better than Rafinha?
2: I mean, 10 K for a guy with no sets. I know sets aren't everything, but he's not better than Rafinha. I, okay.
3: I mean, do you think so? I don't think so. I think he's playable. I think he's viable. He's as viable as Townsend is. So, I mean, if you're going to play Rafinha and you're going to play, if you want to play Rafinha and Sar, like I, I get that. I don't see playing SAR over Rafinha, but I could see, I mean, I, I think Townsend and SAR, even though I you know they're pricey, are, I think they're they're viable. I mean they're viable. I think they're just overpriced for their floors. Yeah. You like Townsend what? is priced for a monopoly.
2: The yeah, the, the more we talk about it, they they seem more viable because all these other options are just not great. So paying down seems more okay. Um, uh, you would just hate to pay ten seven for Townsend, but I get. I mean, I get it.
1: Um, man, leads have been so bad.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys, I know you. You mentioned Dennis. I think. I think we got to be careful if Cleverly's in. I mean, he's not going to have any sets. Seven K sixty nine hundred seems like a lot. Um, might have jumped the gun on him. Last week, but if if cleverly is not in, then yeah, for sure.
1: I hate Tom cleverly slates.
2: Yeah, (laughs) like because not only
1: not only am I like, oh, do I have to play cleverly? It's like, oh, I can't play this guy because cleverly is in.
2: I just saw that. Yeah, I know. I I I mean, I could. That's why I said I couldn't believe I was like (laughs) cleverly down. But monopoly of sets, like what convinced me was almost certain monopoly of corners if he's in. And Newcastle is just like one of the best matchups that Watford can get. So like, it's just kind of all going for him. I don't know. I'm seeing now that Rashika's listed as questionable. I didn't see that before. If he wasn't in, I mean, I think slight bump to Billy Gilmore. So that might uh, mean you can pay up it forward if you,
3: if you, if you do that. I think the biggest problem, the big, the biggest question on the slate, which it, uh, which doesn't matter as much at defender for cash games. Like to me, Richie is clearly the number one play at 5,400. Yep. Question is, is that who else do you play? I mean, like, are, are we going to, how, how much of a Ponzi scheme is Ryan Bertrand going to be? Oh, I mean, maybe bigger than Madison.
2: Those two right there. Yeah. I can't play Ryan Bertrand. I want to hear you guys talk about him.
3: Is he, any, but is he any different? Like, like I'm just taking a look at some of these defenders. Like if you're not going to pay a Fredenia, you're probably not going to play Dallas. I guess Cresswell is viable or Kufal. Do you need to pay 5K for these guys? No. But, I mean, if you're going to pay 4,400 for Bertrand, like you could play Firpo if he's in at 4,300. I mean, then it just seems like there's a, just a lot of guys. Just like like they're right. all about efficiently priced. And whoever's in, if Feminia is in, you know, you could play him. Uh, if Messina's in, you could play him. I mean, you could. It seems like you just put Danny Rose at thirty seven hundred. Ben Godfrey could play as a fullback. Who knows? Thirty five hundred. Just it seems like other than Richie, nothing stands out as second defender. Yeah. That I could see in cash games that you know there could be ten lineups and and ten different second defenders in that lineup depending. On, on the so, rest of your build like what are Nothing you saying stands just out
2: but play bertrand just in case i mean in case burnley score in the fifth minute and bertrand takes 10 corners
1: i don't know i don't even think you do it because of the 10 corners i think you do it because of the one that could turn into an assist
3: yeah yeah like what's the worst case scenario ryan from a cash game perspective of you playing bertrand Oh, I'm losing out on the points that I could get from Kiko Feminia. I mean, like <laughs> it, 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 do, it doesn't seem like the opportunity cost. It seems like if Bertrand was on a monopoly of set pieces for Leicester and they actually got 15 of them, he's not a forty four hundred dollar player. He should be much more. But I can't say that for any other defender, other than obviously Richie. So like, yeah, I'm not I'm not a I like yes, I, I'm with you that it, it's he hasn't done much. Uh, playing in that spot, but is anyone else oh, going to do yeah. that much better? I can't,
2: I can't argue with you, actually. You, that's that's like a perfect point that um, the opportunity cost, the opportunity cost is pretty much nothing. So I guess it makes it okay.
3: Are you afraid of Max Aaron's outscoring him and him being 60% owned? Because like even from an ownership perspective, like other than Richie, do you expect any of these guys to garner enough ownership that you'd be scared in double ups. I mean, so like if you, if I were to told, tell you that in your, your 100 man, whatever, double up, the 114 man double up, Bertrand's going to be 60% owned. Like, why not just play Bertrand? I mean, like, like, like yeah. so, no, I'd rather play Furpo. It's like, like, why, why take the, the risk that, yeah, I know.
2: I think what you would do, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. I think in that range, you just play Bertrand. I think, I guess the one thing, um, It'd be nice to find the 1100 for Cresswell. You know, I wasn't even considering Cresswell until we started talking about all this. But, you know, maybe it's a slate where you could make up a few points on the field with for, with uh, Richie and Cresswell. I don't know.
1: I think, I think if Cresswell was a midfielder, we'd play him. Because we're like, oh, midfield's so bad. Like, I think you're better off playing Cresswell and Gilmore than Bertrand and non-cleverly yeah Cleverly. I'll just
2: I'll give one you know I just thought thought of this as we're going one one little soccer take don't love Cresswell going up against Rafinha he, he does he already doesn't get that high up the pitch to, to get involved in the attack but I think you might see him staying back a little more picking up a few more fouls you know I don't know sometimes it can go the opposite way though you see coaches like attack attack that side where where the other team star player is but yeah I don't know um just a thought does it make
1: you does it make you think about kufal at all on
3: the other side
2: yeah K- kufal doesn't seem bad he, yeah i mean on this slate it does make me think
3: about him a little yeah Yeah, obviously and, Another just it. to mention it just in case it happens tomorrow uh maybe we don't see a Yosi in that spot maybe we don't see albright in that spot maybe we see an advanced Rika uh pereira playing right, right. wing and you're then right. and there you go then now you're getting a five thousand dollar defender that's you know, clean sheet eligible for the biggest favorite on the slate. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, so like if, if that shows up, then to, to me, the answer I'll play Pereira over Bertrand any day. I mean, I don't care at that Definitely. if he's playing advanced.
2: Yeah. Uh, for, wait, you for, play for Pereira, GPP. Right.
1: Did you say you'd play Bertrand over Pereira?
3: No. Per, he said Pereira over. Bertrand. I would take okay, Pereira in an advanced role over Bertrand.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. Just checking.
3: Yeah. Uh if we're going to get to GPP, Andrew, do you have something to tell us?
1: No. No, you don't. I forgot to pull it up, so no, I don't. No.
2: Okay. I thought, what, this, I is this, saw- I thought
3: this is the this is the point of the podcast where you tell us about your 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 wonderful uh, your, your your collectible digital items that actually have utility.
1: You're right. Hold on. You're right. My fault's So rare sponsoring the podcast and I can't even get a read, right? Do you love sports collectibles or fantasy sports? Probably because you're watching this uh, video or listening to the podcast. SoRare is blending them together to create an entirely new gaming experience. SoRare cards are officially licensed NFTs from over 180 clubs, including Real Madrid, Paris Saint-Germain, and Liverpool, and built on Ethereum. You truly own your collectibles and you can use them to win rewards such as new cards or additional ETH. Join SoRare and connect with your favorite teams live the game with passion, and earn weekly prizes. That's sorare.com, S-O-R-A-R-E.com.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
3: Uh, Ryan, do, is, is it just me, or do, do I feel like in GPPs on this four-game slate, I feel like I want to jam in six players from West Ham Leeds.
2: I feel the same way, yeah.
3: Like I feel like I feel like out of all these games, that's that that's the game that's more likely to go four to three.
1: Well, the odds agree.
3: Well, yeah, yeah from an over/under perspective, yes. But I'm just talking about the pricing on Leads, especially with Bamford out. Like playing Rafinha, playing Rodrigo, playing Matthias Click, playing Furpo, playing any, playing any of the guys. On the West Ham side, it's a little bit more pricey, but I feel like you could, on this slate, you could pair up, you know, Bowen and Antonio. You could, you could play Fornals. You could play Barama. I mean, Barama's not going to be much owned. Suchek out of the back. Just seems like everything fits together. That none of the other games feel as if I want to play both sides. It's like, it's, like, if I play Everton, it's going to be Everton with no Norwich. If I play Leicester, it's going to be not with – I'm not going to play Ashley Barnes with them. Uh, Newcastle-Watford is the closest, but I don't necessarily trust Newcastle all that much. I'd much rather just play, like, four Watford players, and including the goalkeeper, and play for a Watford 2-0 win. But this West Ham-Leeds game just – I feel like if, 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 if Leeds goes down, West Ham attack, the game gets even wet, more open than it should be. And it's already going to start open and vice versa. That no matter, like, as long as there's an early score, this game could go nuts.
2: Do you think it's going to be very popular?
3: No, I think, I think, I mean, it's not going to be not popular. I think Rafinha is going to get ownership. I think Bowen's going to get ownership. Uh, Antonio will be owned. But I think, like, I think you'll see more ownership on Vardy than you will on Antonio. Really? I think you'll see more ownership on Sar than on Ant- Antonio. I think the West Ham, these West Ham guys like Ben Rama and Fornals are like in the range where it's like, why aren't I playing Leicester players? Why aren't I playing Watford? Why aren't I playing Everton? Like, why like I I I see Solomon Rondon being more owned than Antonio. And for the price and the goal scoring odds, that's probably that's probably correct to do. Just I I just I just think that that people will play the Townsend plus Rondon combination more so than they'll play the Bowen Antonio combination. And I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, Antonio has that FPPG thing that says 25.4. So that made (laughs) some of the casual people.
2: Honestly, that, that probably adds 10% to his ownership in the main GPP. (laughs) That's wild. Um, I know I'm probably, probably exaggerating, but it definitely adds some. No, the, I mean, this game, yeah, it's definitely the best target. You know, of course it has the highest total, but just the way these teams play, we always like to play leads. They're up and down the field creating chances, but West Ham too, especially this season, two recent games against Manchester United were like that. Um, yeah, if this game gets an early goal, it's just going to go for 90 minutes. You can, it's tough to really see that in these other games, I think there are things you can, can't, you can do. I mean, it's a little, you know, obviously it's a stretch, but you know, you mentioned Lester's a pretty good target. Um, but the other side Burnley doesn't look great, but Ashley Barnes is 4k. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, I played him last week and I got about two points from him. <laughs> yeah. Um, he might be you a bigger underdog great about
3: time. it, but it's not the worst thing. Uh, Ryan, my favorite forward on the slate when it comes to goal-scoring odds versus price? Yeah. Josh King, 5,300.
2: Yeah, I think he's mine, too.
3: Plus 190 to score. You could pair him with any. I mean, at 5,300 forward eligible, you pair him with Dennis. You could pair him with Star. You could pair him with Cleverly. You could pair him with Danny Rose. You could, I mean, he's a piece that you could build around all the, I mean, you could play four of those guys together. I mean, it, it, it's like for Josh King's goal-scoring odds, like, he fits better with Watford players than Rondon fits better with Everton players. Because who are you playing? If, if you play Rondon and you want to play two other Everton players, like you're paying through the nose for that. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, like unless who are you play like I mean, Alexa right? But yeah, that doesn't feel great.
2: I don't want to play Townsendy Wobie Rondon. I mean, <laughs>
1: you know, winning thousands yeah.
2: of dollars at that combo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I like Josh King. Um, it, Watford have a lot of forwards. Not that that matters, but like, you know, he did play 90 last game. That was encouraging. Um, I feel like, you know, I, someone a little less popular, you know, I, I it's almost don't even want to bring this guy up, but there's not there's not much else to talk about, but it's a guy that's treated me well, and he's cheap too in the same game. And that's Joe Linton. I mean, he's going to play 90 minutes again with Callum Wilson out, um, playing Matt Ritchie. I mean, it just kind of makes sense. They try to put balls on Joe Linton's head. It's a cheap price. I mean, how bad can it be rostering a center forward against Watford? Um, so I don't really mind that one either as a runback. If you're playing Watford guys, pairing with Ritchie. Um, but yeah, uh, there's always just, Pookie, right? There's always yeah,
3: Pookie. I, I, I don't feel wh- like this is a Pookie slate.
2: I was you're you're the Pookie whisperer, so I was gonna let you <laughs> talk about Pookie. I mean, I just always I just have a tough time
3: rostering Pookie, but he's been doing it. Well, but his goal scoring odds are actually much hot much lower than they have been, plus yeah. two ten against Everton. Like to me, I think the most interesting. I know. I know. We talked about these two guys before, and their Ponzi schemes. It seems like, uh, if you were to play a lineup, I think Vardy is going to be heavily owned in GPP.
2: Mm-hmm. Me right,
3: ninety six hundred, and and the price isn't prohibitive because you could find a way to find. I mean, it's this isn't hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, not playing Vardy in the lineup and playing a like whoever the front three for Leicester is playing all three of them. So playing a like. If it's Madison, Barnes, Iosi, just play all three. Like try tr- play for Leicester getting a three-nothing game where Vardy actually doesn't make the score sheet at all. And I think these guys together are going to be combined lower owned than they. I think a lot of people with Vardy lineups will have one of them. So they'll pair Madison plus Vardy or Barnes plus Vardy, Bertrand plus Vardy, like that type of lineup. And I think. Like if you, if you want the quote leverage off of like maybe a 35 to 40% on Jamie Vardy, it's like, you could still play Lester. Just play, just hope that Vardy isn't the one with the goals.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I totally agree. We, we, we kind of touched on it. Um, I'm going to ride with him again. I mean, he's like my favorite GPP play again, but I don't see how Harvey Barnes isn't more popular and he's not like last slate. When it was like this, he was around 20%. I don't know if he's something like that again. Yeah, I like those Lester guys, but I especially like Barnes. Um, he's he's going to do better for us this time. But Play- like Harvey
3: Barnes with Ashley Barnes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could. Um, again, that a, a, an early goal in that Burnley game would be great for Lester, but I don't think...
3: I don't an early, an early Burnley do. goal, you mean.
2: An early Burnley goal. Like you said, though, I don't think you need to do that because those Leicester guys are cheap. I mean, Madison's cheap. Barnes is cheap. Um, especially if you don't play Vardy. I tend to, I tend to not play Chalky Vardy. Um, so I like that route. Yeah.
1: Um, so you th- said before that you guys didn't think this West Ham-Leeds game would be that popular. Yeah. But then we're also talking about how nobody's going to play Leicester except for Vardy. I guess I'd Bertrand too. But like, if you're not playing anyone else from Leicester, and the Everton pieces are overpriced, doesn't that just push all of us to Leicester West Ham? I mean, excuse me, Leeds West Ham.
2: Yeah, I
3: mean, so like no. I, name- I didn't
1: think they were going to be as low owned as you guys thought.
3: Yeah, I it's mean, more of the combination. Just- I, it's it's to me, it's not the individual players; it's the combination. I think more p. Pe- I think I think from a, if you're going to play a three man combination. I think number one is going to be Lester. I think number two Who is going to be. Brito? You play Barnes, Barnes, Vardy, and, and and Bertrand. Bertrand, okay. Right. Then Everton, if Dean's in, people still play Dean regardless. So it's going to be Dina, Towns, and Rondon, or something like that, and that that'll that'll be a three man combination there. Like on Leeds, it'll be Rafinha, then Hutt. like the problem is is that like I think Rafinha will be well owned. I think Bowen will be well-owned. Antonio will get ownership also, but without Bamford there in the Leeds lineup, it's like, it's just a, like who are the other two guys? Like there's a lot of combinations of them. So I don't, I don't, I don't don't see Rodrigo getting 30% ownership. I don't see Tyler Roberts getting 30% or click or James or any of these guys. Then people may have combinations of them. And then you have on the West Ham side, if people are going to play people, it's going to be Bowen and Antonio and Mm -hmm. Cresswell. Right. Right. But who's t- that, who touches Ben Rammer or Fornell's on most of these slates? Rarely ever. So it'll play like two or three guys from each side of this game. I think you're you're unique enough that even though individual pieces may be owned, like playing for that three, three, four, three type of game is not as much owned as 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 some of these other as even Watford, because I think Watford, it's very easy to play. Sar King Dennis and Cleverly and wrote like you play five guys from Watford and feel kind of comfortable and go okay I hope Watford wins three nothing because they're priced the way they are Sar will be owned cleverly will be owned the fullbacks will get at least doubled to ten percent plus ownership so yes yeah. I think I think you're right and like the main pieces of Leeds and West Ham will generate ownership we, we, I've never I've never said that but I just think the combinations of them will will be less. When it comes yeah, to a line, it's only a four-game slate. There's only so much you can do. Yeah, I guess
1: I looked at it that I think the combination of Bowen, Antonio, and Cresswell, or Bowen, Antonio, and Rafinha, even, is much more than Townsend, Rondon, and Dina, or whoever. Right, but you, right. you don't have to play those three play. You don't have to play it that way. No, but I, but I think those are the three that you go for. Like If you're not going to play Leicester, you go straight to West Ham- West Ham and Rafinha.
2: Yeah. I mean, I like what Jordan said way, way back. I pairing Rafinha with Rodrigo, for instance, and you running it back with Ben Rama or Fournals. Like, yeah, they're, they're, there's pieces in that game that won't be popular. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you can do it.
1: Yeah. No one ever plays Fournals, except Ryan. No,
2: no one ever plays Fournals. Yeah, he, um, this, this should be a good slate for him. Uh, especially, especially if people aren't going to play him and that game's like by far the best target, um, with Antonio back as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I'm struggling to find other ways that I want to go.
1: Like we're obviously um, not going with Burnley stacks.
2: No, these, um, these other Lester pieces, like you mentioned Brighton, Albrighton, Brighton. um, so yeah, I was ready to jump all over um Albrighton, you know, when he's getting 10 plus crosses a game. And not that this matters too much, but I rostered him midweek on like I went like all in on him in the there was a EFL Cup slate, Leicester against Millwall. Leicester had zero corners and Albrighton finished with zero crosses. Um Again, not that that really matters, but it's just turning me off off of him a little. Thielman's is an interesting one, Um, even for GPPs, just because, you know, I sort of, I, I mentioned it in my article, but didn't go into specifics that sort of like we talked about with Paul Pogba, that his open play value can vary wildly. Um, last week, I mean, he crushed five shots, eight crosses, and it has to do with, I think the best way to explain it is when he's the fourth furthest forward, that's when I want to play him. So like last week, it was because Lester started Ndidi and Sumare. And so that means, you know, there was two people behind uh, Thielmans and three ahead of him. So he's the fourth furthest forward. It also happens when they play wingbacks or five at the back with Ndidi. You know, there'll be a front three and then Thielmans will be the next guy. I like him in those spots when he's fifth or sitting back with Ndidi, That's when you know he doesn't do much. So just something to look for.
1: They seem so much better when they have two behind him, anyway.
2: They do, man. He, I'm a I'm such a big Telemans fan. I mean, you just you know he's getting a move to Barcelona or something soon. Um, yeah, so th- that would be nice. You know, uh, Jordan mentioned you never know uh, Ricardo Pereira. Could move could move up. They play different formations all the time. Like, like like we say, you know, these slates get decided the hour before lock when you look at formations and make decisions then. So keep an eye on Lester's.
3: I mean, we have to keep an eye on a lot of them. I mean, a lot of these starters are questionable. I mean, right on on the on the on the Roto Grinders cheat sheet, which you can get if you're a Roto Grinder subscriber, go to RotoWire.com slash soccer trial to go check it out. For what ten days, seven days, some some amount of time. No credit card required. 10, yeah, but it, like Dean questionable, Rajishka, questionable, Rafinha questionable. Right, it's like all the people we want to play are questionable. Right, Brownhill questionable. Right. <laughs> uh so yeah, so I I mean, do, we we may be looking at an Everton lineup where we're actually we're more interested in playing depending on how they set up. Mm-hmm. We may be looking at a Leeds lineup that. Like if is not in, like now what do we do? Uh I mean
2: he's gonna be in though. <laughs> 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 yeah, um you're you're right though. These these lineups are up in the air. Um but like who
3: specifically? I mean, I'm Daniel I'm, James.
2: Yeah. Daniel James is playable, definitely. That price is cheap. That game's great. And I kind of don't think people are really gonna play him. Again, I I'll look at well, 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 What do you think
3: happens if Rafinha is it, it actually doesn't start? Okay. I
1: think a lot of what's, people what's play happen
3: with lead set pieces.
2: I think a lot of people
1: play Rodrigo and Stuart Dallas takes them all.
2: Yeah. Stuart Dallas would become a pretty nice play. I guess we didn't even mention him at defender, but he lines up at all different positions. It wouldn't be the worst thing if you like the position Dallas is in to to use him at
3: defender. And we may also see Calvin Phillips as a central defender. Yeah. Make sure to check the formation. So
2: One thing I noticed about that game, about that uh, Leeds-West Ham game, right now it's Leeds plus 222 and West Ham plus 125. When I looked a few days ago, it was much closer. I believe it was like plus one eighty, plus one seventy. So that line moved quite a bit. I don't know if that's because Bamford got ruled out. I would assume that has uh something to do with it, but just kind of interesting.
3: Right. Leeds opened as the favorite, home favorite okay. at plus one fifty. And based on the line movement that I see here, yeah, it this has to be the Bamford. Yeah. Like it it, yeah, it I moved mean, just basically When the press conference and he's out.
2: I started to think that maybe you knew something about Rafinha that I didn't. Maybe it was, maybe it was Rafinha being out, but not. No, if anything, if
3: anything, that line movement would happen like an hour before lock. That would, that, that would happen at like eight in the morning or something Eastern time. Like sometimes you can catch, sometimes there's some insider and something. And and then the line kind of moves weirdly because of that, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be this early.
2: Okay. So I do. I do. I, I I found a run back for the, if you play in Leicester on Burnley. Now I've been waiting to play this guy at defender, but DraftKings did move him to midfield. Their big signing Maxwell Cornette, 4,100, put up seven and a half floor points in 33 minutes. I mean, you you have seen some places that uh, have him in the expected lineup. I don't, I don't see how Burnley doesn't start a player like that, but,
3: yeah, you could run back Lester with him, assuming he starts. It it, it, it awesome. seems weird for me to say that. Masked cornette is is on Burnley and Brownhill and Goodmunson start over him. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, it just it, it makes it. It seems like why, like it almost feels like he would be their best player re- regardless of position. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. Sean Dice got- doesn't know
1: what to do with a player that good, is the problem. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, a, a surprise, I was surprised too that it's sort of taken him this long. But yeah, uh, Burnley just likes to use the same lineup every single game. So, that, But you got to figure he's going to be in there at some point as a regular starter.
1: I think so. Yeah. We almost finished without talking about goalie. But. On this slate, I think it's whoever fits at the end. Me too. I don't.
3: I don't think there's going to be any like popular. Me neither. Goalkeeper. I just. I don't see how. Because I could easily see that. Okay, you're not playing any Leicester, and you'll in your lineup. So you play Pope, and you're not playing any Everton. You play Cruel. If you're not playing any Watford, you play Darlow. I mean, like. To me, I mean, the the, the, an the argument for anybody. Right. To me, the goalkeepers that I actually probably more avoiding are Fabianski and, and Meslier. Right, like if I'm expecting that game to be back and forth and multiple goals, like, like it's kind of like that mid range. I'm less likely to play. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean,
2: writing my article was like the toughest goalkeeper section. I mean, I just I started with just play whoever you want, basically. I I had to use the Jordan line because, yeah, I mean, like you said, Leicester and Everton are priced like their Man City. So, I mean, fine, they have 40% clean sheet odds, but I don't really want to do that. You can. Um, Meslier and Fabianski doesn't seem like the game for keeper. Yeah, so just play whoever, you know, whoever you don't have, you know, attacking players opposite that keeper.
1: I think you could make the argument that Meslier and Fabianski have the highest save upside, though.
2: Yeah, actually, that's a good point. You know, like I said, it's so
1: stupid. All eight of them are in play.
2: You're right. Yeah, right. You're right. If you're not playing West Ham, Leeds, or one side of that game, that keeper absolutely makes sense.
3: You can say that over any keeper. We come back to the same points. Like, like any keeper has save upside, right? You pay down for the ones, and as long as you don't have attackers against your goalkeeper, then then that's it. So you can make a case for any of them,
1: or just play the guy against your attackers, and it doesn't even matter.
3: Oh, the sometimes that right. Sometimes that doesn't matter either, right? right.
1: <laughs> Maybe we should just rec- I should just play that section at every podcast, and we're just like, and here's a message from us about goalies, and it's just <laughs> play whatever you want. This guy's good. This guy's not, but he's fine if you want.
3: But you share who your goalkeeper is in the in the roto in the the wire Discord.
1: That's right. Uh, exactly. If anybody wants to join that Discord chat, you can just go to rotowire.com/slash/chat. It's open for all subscribers, and like Jordan said. I actually don't give it away. Somebody has to ask. But as soon as somebody asks, I'm willing to share it. So you know exactly which goalkeeper to fade. Frankly, you could just stack the attackers against that goalkeeper. Still burned from that Adon minus eight, I think I had in Champions League the other day, seconds after I said I had him. But if anybody has any follow questions for Jordan or Ryan, you can find them on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD and at Ryan Balangi, respectively. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. Uh, like I said, open uh, available in that Rotowire Discord chat. If you are not a subscriber and like to join, uh, just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Gets you 10 free days to the site. No credit card required. Gets you access actually to the entire site, not just our soccer stuff. So definitely check that out. If you're watching on YouTube, if you could please hit the like button below if you've enjoyed it. If you've watched this long and haven't enjoyed it, my gosh, why are you still here? But uh, also feel free to subscribe to the channel to get notified for all the videos that we post. And if you're listening to the audio version of this, if you could please just rate and review it wherever you listen. Jordan and Ryan, thank you for that, and good luck this weekend.
2: Thanks, Andrew.